הרני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שדרנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר קדושים שבארץ המה. ובבחינת רבנו הקדוש, צדיק יסודון אמנחה נובע מכוח חוכמה. רבנו נחמן פגם את שמחה נע נח נחמן נחמן אומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. סעיף רס"ב רבי נתן רייטס עוד מצאתי מקצב יד החברים I found another lesson or another few pieces a few conversations רבנו had from the writings of the other students. So now רבי נתן is going to give us a few lessons from um, the manuscript uh, that he found. דאנו שיש חן לתת זו גרייס אינוורלד, שמי שיכול להשתמש בזה אכן הוא יכול לעשות שאלת חלום ולדע עתידות על ידי החלומות. Essentially, Rabbeinu is teaching us that there's a grace that enables a person to know the future, predict the future through his dream, or through any dream. Because it is certain, in every single dream, in all dreams, there are future occurrences that are, that are being revealed. It's just that within that dream, there's a little bit of chaff or, or scraps or things that aren't Necessarily true. It says over there, just as it's impossible for grain to exist without uh, chaff, so too it's impossible for a dream to exist without um, any nonsense. Meaning, each and every dream, there will be... In each and every dream, there's always going to be pieces that are unnecessary and um, that are pieces of nonsense, that, are, that aren't telling you anything. A person has to know, obviously, what the truth is, what is the future and what isn't, and what does, makes sense and what doesn't make sense. Of course, it requires a great mastery to do this. Rabban was saying that chen enabled you to understand what the truth is and what is not the truth in the dream. And there are also true dreams, meaning dreams that are clearer and more purified than other dreams. As it says in the verse in Bamidbar, chapter 12, verse 6, In the dream I'll speak to him. We see that in a, Hashem Bach is able to communicate with someone through the dream. Essentially saying that what? That the dream in itself could be a vessel for complete purity or complete clarity with God. So some dreams are of course more clear than others. But one who possesses this grace that we mentioned above, it is certain that his dreams are accurate. Not only that though, when he'll hear a dream from someone else that's telling him his dream, then the chaff and the scraps within that person's dream will fall immediately. And immediately the truth will be known to that person. Why? Because he has that grace. And with this grace, he's able to hear only the pure dream. And because of this now, he's able to interpret the dream properly and to know the future occurrences from that dream. And we see this with Yosef HaTzadik. Yosef had this grace. בחינת בן פורת יוסף, זה צד הנברס, בן פורת על העין, בן פורת יוסף, בן פורת על העין. צד הנברסי, צ'אפטר 49, verse 
Ben Porat Yosef, the, Yosef is the fruitful son. Ben Porat Adain, he's the fruitful son. Ale'ain, by the spring or by the fountain. So, what does Rashi say? Le Chen, Rashi. Rashi says when it says Ben Porat, fruitful son, it's referencing that he had Chen, grace. It's an expression of grace. That Yosef possessed the grace. And now Rabban is saying that this grace that Yosef had gave him access to to, to knowing the truth within a dream and the falsehood within a dream. Through this, his dreams were accurate completely. And he constantly used um, his dreams. And he interpreted them. Why? Because his dreams were 100% accurate. And they were written in the Torah, his dreams, to show you how accurate it was. And as it is written, also we saw in the Torah that uh, Yosef was able to interpret other people's dreams. Why? Because he had that grace. He could, he could um, sift out the, the nonsense within a dream and know the truth from it. As we saw with the butler and the baker that he predicted the dreams. So it's, uh, it's an incredible thing, this grace, that... Uh, that gives us the ability to discern between the truth and the falsehood within a dream. Seif Resh Samer Gimel, conversation 263. One time someone told me that he was, being Rabbi Nathan, one time someone told me that he was once speaking with Rabbi Nathan, may his memory be um, a blessing. About the subject of the younger people. The young generation that it was common at that time or it was becoming common that there uh, that there would be a damage created amongst them meaning between the young men and the young women meaning between young uh, between newlywed and they would separate for each other for quite some time it was happening at the time that the newlyweds or younger um, younger couples, um, that the relationships um, would slowly uh, deteriorate, and um, and the love between them is slowly like vanished, and they used to separate for quite some time. Sometimes this would result in a total separation, divorce. God forbid. Amar Rabenu said, this is the work of the evil inclination. That it allows itself to attack the young generation and to destroy the peace between them. So that they should be ensnared in this evil one's trap. The evil inclination ensnares the young the, the younger generation in its trap through this. Because he ambushes them and he traps them in their young in their in their in their almost their naiveness. It's like their I don't know what the word for it. Them being naive, them being younger, that they don't understand as much, they don't have as much experience perhaps. They damage the shalom bait between them. That the evil inclination uses his his cleverness, his his trickery to damage and to 
create disorder among the peace between these couples. And uh, Rabbeinu spoke about this for quite some time. Essentially being that a lot of the times many small things could happen, break out, but Rabbeinu was saying stick it out a little bit because Yetzara is um, putting his force in this, especially with the younger generation. That um, um, because they're, they're younger, they, uh, they're attacked in this more than the older people for they of course the older the older people have more yeshu badat um, at a general level and therefore the the younger people need to be careful with this Rabban Hussein and uh, Rabban Hussein this is just all the work of the Yitzhara Seif Resh Samer Dalet 264 he's here along the subject of uh, women or our wives Rabban warned us to honor and to respect our wives. Kiamar, for he said, Don't our wives, don't women, suffer tremendous pain and afflictions from their, uh, from their children. They suffer the pain of pregnancy, of birth, of raising their children. As is known to everyone. Their intense pain, their suffering, their afflictions in many different ways, things that are very difficult and heavy on them. Arkan, therefore, it is fitting for us to have compassion on them, to make them precious and to honor them. This is what the Chachamim say in the Gemara Baba Metzia, page 59a. Honor your wives, for you may become wealthy. Rabbeinu has a beautiful Torah on this, of course, how the woman represents uh, uh, the woman's, the light of the woman's in Shama, or in Nefesh, represents uh, a man's partner, livelihood, how all this, honoring the woman, giving her, uh, what do you call it, proper honor and respect, allows her, her soul to expand, and therefore uh, reveal more light. Um, increasing your panasa, very deep stuff. Rabbeinu discusses over there the secrets of panasa and a wife, and of course, Rabbeinu is exp- explaining the significance that when a person gets married, his panasa totally changes. All these deep things, and the Chenamru, the Chachamim also say in Gemara Yevamot, page sixty-three, Dayenu It's sufficient that they raise our children. That's enough, and of course, they do much more. So. Abenu spoke very highly about uh, our wives and uh, and uh, about women in general, about the wife, and he said we have to honor them with as much of a force as possible, to give them all the honor in the world. Um, of course, there are many deep deep secrets with regard to this in Rabenu's Torah. Um, many different lessons that speak about uh, the wife being a representation of the Shekhinah, the divine presence, and I have to honor that with all our might. That we should fulfill this with all our koach and of course to honor them, to beautify them as much as possible and to, to bring them as much simcha as possible. That's it for today. We'll continue, God willing, with Seif Resh Samechei, Conversation 265 in the next episode.